TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for, I think, episode 439. And as always, I get to shoot down to Melbourne and for the very first time... I don't know that it's uh, the right thing to say. I have the privilege of being in lockdown with him, but I am going down to a lockdown buddy from Byron Bay down to Melbourne. We have one more thing in common, and it is that we are in lockdown together. Australia's number one wellness expert, Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. Wow. Hello, legend. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the club, uh, the lockdown club. It's great. I thought you were going to say for the very first time, we are in our 40s oh, together. Yes. And, uh, happy birthday to Two you, things. Piercy. Happy Thank you. birthday to well, me. Well, and, and you made a hey. video. Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, I wanted to know because last week when we recorded prior to your birthday, I requested that people would send you a video or a happy birthday and I want to know how many people did that for you, Pierce. Okay, well. How much love did you get? Uh, first of all, hello to Anna Breslin, who's listening in Ireland. She's my Irish family, or she's oh. uh, she's the one of the, she's like my Irish sister. Did um, Anna do one of the videos? Yep, Anna was in the video. Anna and Charlie were yeah. sipping champagne, reading oh. Your Exceptional Life yes. with Happy Birthday. With the Happy Birthday. That and was, had the, they won the, the Academy little, Award. That was great. That yeah, was great. Next level. Yep. Great performance. If you don't know what we're talking about, um, Sarah, Marcus's beautiful wife, arranged for a whole bunch of people to make videos and then send them through to her and then she sent them through to me on WhatsApp and then I assembled them and made a 42-minute long movie on Marcus's Pierce's exceptional life <laughs> for his 40th birthday. <laughs> well, it was a great birthday gift from you, Damo, and from my beautiful wife to connect and I've had some good conversations with people this week that I haven't spoken to for a few years uh, right. thanks to that video. So very blessed go. and uh, I got a, a message from Helen Pocock. I got an audio message from Cesc Ballesteros. Um, I got a few other messages from listeners either on Facebook Messenger or Instagram DM or text message or email. Um, so I was feeling the love and in the most selfish Firstborn Leo Way, I was so grateful that Byron Bay went into lockdown at six o'clock the night of my birthday rather than if I was born on Tuesday, August 10, and I would have been all excited and uh, then went into lockdown the night before because I got to do everything that a free human being could possibly do on Monday. Uh, yeah. We got a boat and uh, boated up the Brunswick River uh, for a couple of hours. Uh, we had freedom and we. Uh, I went and got a massage and did a couple of beautiful things and anyway, had lunch with friends on a Saturday and lunch with family on a Sunday and things that you can do when you're not in lockdown. So to everyone that helped make my 40th a very special event, I am uh, eternally grateful and um, you're a big part of that demo. So thank you so much. Thank you, PC. Thank you, PC. Well, congratulations. Well done. Um, 40 years, lots of things and there's lots of great things said about you uh, in that video and, uh, and I was grateful to be able to 
watch all those videos and, uh, and and assemble them all. So it was great. It was wonderful. One of the things we've been meaning to do for a while, Pierce, and I'm going to segue um, uncomfortably. I'm just going to change direction. No, please um, do. Is we, we've been wanting to answer people's questions because people have been asking um, us questions and we haven't been ignoring them. We've just been trying to work out how do we bring that into an episode um, and do it justice. And so we've had to think about some of the answers for some of these questions. But Pratesh, you are prolific in asking us questions and we appreciate it so much. So thank you very much. Um, and Pete, Pete Lennon, you've, you're, you're a contributor um, and we love that too. So thank you very much. And Ravi, um, you might have accidentally sent your questions to before the dip at gmail.com instead of actually to marcus at marcuspierce.com.au. <laughs> Um, but that's where we want them, or on Facebook or Instagram. Send them to us. That would be ideal. Julie, love to get a question from you. Larry, give us a question. Ashley, give us a question. Anna, all the way from Ireland, ask us some questions, and we'll bring that into a um, into a, an episode where we answer questions from our listeners. Yeah. Piercy. All right. Are you ready? Fire away. All right. And, again, if you want to send us a question, message us, direct message us at 100 Not Out on Facebook or on Instagram at 100.notout. Um, I reckon we go to Pete Lennon's first because okay. I think it's, uh, you know, we'll just, you know, just just chop and change because uh, we've got two from Pratesh. Um, Pete's is very topical and I think one that we can all relate to. So I might just give him the benefit of reading it word for word rather than summarizing it because whenever you summarize, you always miss the most important points. Um, righto, boys, yeah. I have a question and not surprising, it has to do with teenagers. I'm really concerned about the long-term impact COVID, new saturation and lockdowns will have on the mental health of teenagers. We know from research, don't ask me to cite that research, that we see the impacts of trauma three to four years down the track. So what are we going to see? And related to that, I listened to Dr. Gabor Mate recently, renowned expert on trauma, and he said the body does not take an inventory on trauma, meaning well-meaning discussions about, well, you haven't been through a war or a holocaust or a massacre, so what are you really worried about is a bad way of looking at it. What do you guys reckon? I know I work with teenagers uh, in the mental health space, so it's what I see, but I am worried. The impact of heightened cortisol levels and adrenaline, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about, but Damo will um, over and out. So a bit in there. Damo, I'll go to you first. What's your feelings at the minute about the long-term impact uh, of new saturation and lockdowns will have on the mental health of teenagers? Now, you don't have a teenager, but Jackson's only a couple of years post-teenage life. Um, You've probably got a lot more real-world experience in this than I do. Well, it, it's such a great question. It's, it's multi-layered, I suppose, in the answer and the way in which we would address this. Um, and I've got to be really careful that I'll say outwardly um, and openly that obviously I'm a primary health care practitioner. Um, I have the ability to uh, speak to people when they're going through shift and change and challenge. And in this particular case, with regards to this particular question, it's a mental health issue, right? So... Um, it's outside of my wheelhouse to um, to be an a practitioner in this space. I'm not an expert. So I'll give you my perspective and the way in which I might look at this. Um, but just please know that if I did see somebody who is um, triggered at the moment or had mental health uh, challenges that they felt were out of control at this point in time, I would refer them to someone that could help them. And I know that a lot of people are um, inundated and and this lockdown in Melbourne, which was extended today by another week, seven days, 
um, has had a very significant impact on a lot of people's mental health and their well-being. Um, I know that Lifeline and Gotcha for Life and um, Man Anchor and and all of and Blue, you know, whatever Beyond Blue, Beyond Blue like all of these um, well-meaning organizations will be overrun like they'll just be overrun right now so i'm just going to preface this and say it's good to turn to your friends and family um, particularly those that are closest to you um, because in the absence of someone being able to help you on the phone you can turn to your friends and family and that's really important um, don't be um, don't be shy in doing that people would would um, welcome the chance to help you in every single case, there's no doubt about it. So I look at this in two different ways because I look at Marcus, I look at Marcus, I look at Jackson, um, and I look at how he handles stress, and he handles stress in a very water off a duck's back, pragmatic way. Um, he's had stress in his life. There's been lots of shift, lots of change. There's been lots of um, emotional upheaval. There's been lots of things that for some people that could register as a challenge for them that they they may actually um, struggle with but both at the point of the challenge um, but then also may struggle um, in the future on – reflection you know my life was xyz and this is how i got brought up um and that's probably how i deal with things you know like i as a teenager as a child i had things happen in my life and then i reflect on that and then i reflect on how i lived my life back then and what that and how that impacted me jackson doesn't do that as far as i know like jackson's approach to stress management is really different to mine now on the flip side um i've had Patients coming to my practice the other day um, in, or during this week who are teenagers doing year 12 who at the announcement of the lockdown broke into tears, like broke into tears and said, I just can't do this anymore. I have had a dentist come into my practice, kneel on my table after being adjusted and say, I cannot keep going on. I cannot do this anymore. And the heaviness and the heartbreak associated with all of this will have um, implication for people right now um, and for some people. But for other people, they'll just go, oh, well, it is what it is. I'll just move on. So I think the, the impact that it's going to have on some teenagers will be nothing. Like it, it's not going to have an impact on them. It's, they're not going to worry about it. They'll go have their vaccination. They'll get about it. They'll just go, oh, do you remember those two years in our life? It was a bit poo. We didn't get to have year 12. But, you know, so be it. And that's the way that they think. But there's other people that might live um, differently to that and have a different mindset around that, and they might actually find that um, it's more of a challenge for them. And they're the people that we all really need to get around because and this is where the village raises the child, and, and, and this is where the village needs to become involved, is that the community that the, these kids are in need to be open and um, available to not fix but to listen. So that whole adage of listen, don't fix – be there for people. Um, the solution is to be there for people. Um, in terms of the impact, some people will have a PTSD type in impact. Um, I know that, and I'll be open with everybody here listening to this. And this is going to obviously Mark Zuckerberg and whoever else is actually watching it. Um, but whenever I hear the name Daniel Andrews, I have a heart rate variability that's uncontrollable. Um, whenever um, I hear of another lockdown, um, it significantly impacts my health and well-being, like it really does. Um, and so 
Uh, I have to, I speak to somebody about that every week. Um, I speak to my friends about all of this as well. And, uh, and so people are very aware of, and I wear my heart on my sleeve. So I'm, I'm open and I get this stuff out. Now I know that there'll be people who have a, a, an experience that's similar to mine, um, but they don't speak about it. And I think that that is um, potentially dangerous in the future. And so Pete, what I would say is that those um, teenagers and adolescents who don't speak about the way in which they feel right now, who don't have people probing and asking them questions, if people aren't asking them in what will be a suitable time frame um, or at the right time, if they're not asking them um, how they're going or is there anything I want to talk about or how does that trigger them or what's that making them feel like or what's that news do to you or if, if they're not there, that's when the damage will be created. So um, – and, and they're the ones that we've got to be looking out for. Now, that's the predictable stuff, Pete. There's the unpredictable stuff because there could be people, just like I mentioned before, Jackson, who are relatively water for ducks back, somewhat pragmatic, um, let things go, don't really worry too much about it. Um, but in a few years' time, it might come back to roost and go, you know what, I really missed out on that period of time in my life and I regret, I regret that or whatever. But um, again, we we're all going to need to be um, rallying around everybody to make sure that they're okay. And that, uh, I, and I'm saying this quite generally because I can't be specific about it because everybody's individual and uh, I'm not qualified in this space. I just know that having been a practitioner for 25 years and been involved in counselling people for that long, um, I know that uh, people will, will react differently and respond differently. So um, to, I suppose be open to it. It's hard to predict what's going to happen. Um, I think that there's other things that might be impacting people's mental health um, that's that's equally as or maybe even more importantly than um, just these lockdowns. It is a phenomenal. Over to you. What say you, Marcus Pierce? Oh, phenomenal response, Damo. Phenomenal answer. And again, your vulnerability and uh, just openness to be so raw and real is phenomenal. Uh, I don't. I don't actually want to add to the response. I actually feel like um, I just want to let you know what notes I took on what you just said because I had my own aha moments in what you were saying and particularly around how different people stress. Um, it's a bit like we all eat slightly different food. We all have slightly different personalities. We're all unique human beings and so we can't put anyone into a box particularly in relation to their stress response. Yeah. And uh, even in, in um, Pete's question, he was saying that Dr. Gabor Marte, Marte, trauma expert, he's a phenomenal uh, man, Dr. Gabor Marte, but he was saying that, you know, there is no inventory for trauma. We can't pop it in on the shelf and go, right, you know, that's how we, that's where that is and that's how we deal with that. I think it's, I, I'm just, you know, I've lived a very different life to you over the last 18 months, Domo, but one thing I've noticed in my children is, even in particular at the moment, Maya, as a rule, is so happy and um, she's just happy during the day. And then at night, she's having trouble falling asleep, like more than normal. And then she's expressing all of her fears and anxieties. And I just want to go to school, but then I go to school and then I, and then this happens. And then I just come home and I'm with my brothers, but I really want to go to school and I can't go to school. And, and what I'm saying is all this stuff comes out in the nighttime. Whereas for Darby, he is probably more likely to express all of that in the morning when he knows his day doesn't have the normal structure and rhythm that he's so used to and he will unleash on that 
particularly yeah. in the morning, but then the rest of the day and the night he falls asleep easily and he just needs to unleash all of his uncertainties and anxieties in the morning. Maya does it all at night and just last night as an, as an example, once she unleashed it and I didn't try and fix it or correct it and I just let her vent, you could just feel the deep sigh and then it was like, okay, now I'm ready to fall asleep. And it just was a reminder when you were talking, Damo, that we cannot say that one person's stress response is better, worse, or right or wrong compared to another's because, as you said, someone out there is going to be like, oh, yeah, those two years were screwed, but they picked themselves up, you know, water off a duck's back almost, dust themselves off, and away they go, where others are going to have a PTSD-type response. And in many ways, as you talk, I think it's just going to challenge our um, acceptance of diversity even more. You know, we're going to be challenged in not calling people weak for the hangover as I feel it. Like, I feel like uh, there's a hangover to this, which Pete's kind of put in, you know, the three, four-year bracket. I think that's going to be different for a number of us. I think I had mine really last week. I really felt like I was I was in bed for three or four days, exhausted. And my whole thing was I just think I hadn't really come to terms with the last 18 months. And my body was like, just, just go take some time out. I think... Yeah. All of us are different, and and this is something that is is for me as I hear you talk is going to be the big test for us all. Yeah, I think it's going to be the big test. I think you uh, you mentioned something just before uh, about the uh, diversity, uh, and I think that diversity piece needs to be expanded. And it's something I'd really like to talk with you about and have a really great big open discussion about it as a. As a uh, as an episode, I think is actually talking about what does diversity actually mean because diversity inclusiveness has continued to expand, and so um, the diversity of thought, or the diversity of emotion, or the diversity of gender, or the diversity of race, or the diversity of whatever has to encompass everything. Everything like you can't have diversity of one thing yeah. and then say that you're diverse yeah. because that's not the way it works. Like you can't just have open mindedness. Uh, you know about the types of paracetamol that you use, and then and that that makes you open minded and and diverse in your thinking. Like that's ridiculous. So diversity, if you're into diversity and inclusiveness, if that's if that's um, a path of uh, that you would like to take in your life, if you subscribe to diversity and inclusiveness, then it's not just for two things. Mm. It's not just for race and religion or race and gender or race, religion, agenda, it's for everything. Like you, if you are diverse and inclusive, it's for everything. Otherwise, you are not diverse and inclusive. You are diverse and inclusive for two or three things and then black and white, dogmatic, pig-headed, closed-minded to everything else. And so open your mind to that style of thinking. I think we're going to have to have a more um, abstract view of diversiveness and inclusiveness um, moving into the future in order to be able to understand how children and adolescents and adults um, are going to deal with uh, the impact of um, of COVID in the future. I think that's really – that's where we're going to have to head. Absolutely. I was just thinking as you were saying that, you know, your um, your level of diversity is really in parallel to your levels of judgment, you know, or you could say on the, on the other spectrum of your curiosity. The more judgmental you are, the less likely you are to be to accept diversity in all things. And, yeah. Um, and the less judgmental you are, the more open uh, you are likely to be um, when it comes to any different, you know, topic of, of behavior, belief systems, and the rest. So, 
It's there's that's almost a triple episode, Damo. I reckon a ten parter on all the different because <laughs> you know one of the the future yeah. conversations we have on on my notes here is food and judgment. You know, there's there's so there's so many different d- different topics that rightly need to be unpacked in order to live the 100 not out lifestyle because i was thinking about it this morning you know one of the common themes of um the people that we interview on here is they just learn to love people regardless of like what they do and what they believe and what they eat and how much they're just very accepting human beings and i think it's a it's a lesson we're all learning the older we get and and the more life throws at us now would you believe it demo we are Bang on time for this episode of 100 Not Out. We haven't even got to Pratesh. We might have to leave him for another episode. Wow. Have you got time to do another backup episode right now? I reckon I could, yeah. Yep. All right, well, let's close this episode off and then start a whole new episode because I think we should. Yeah, whilst we've got a lot on Facebook, so don't go anywhere, Facebook. You guys will get the double recording and we will go now and wrap up this episode of 100 Not Out. Folks, for more information on the great man that is Damien Christoph, make sure you head on over to DamienChristoph.com. Damien with an A and no double F. Marcus Pierce uh, is my name, and that's Pierce, E-A, like a pair, and uh, no S in there except in Marcus and no K in the first name. Uh, MarcusPierce.com.au. How's that for confusing? Um, (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't even know how to spell your name anymore. Um, But to all of you, uh, whatever your name is and wherever you are from, we thank you for listening to 100 Not Out. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed another episode and we look forward to joining you next week. Until then, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.